welcome to podcast number two of The Movie Nuts. I'm your host, Rob Scheib, and I hope in future Movie Nuts podcast segments, we will, in fact, have additional Movie Nuts uh, commenting or setting the topics for everything. Looking back at recent discussions on the Movie Nuts Facebook page, which is a closed group available by invitation, one of the questions that was thrown out was, what is the greatest romance film? I took a few suggestions off of the AFI list just as a starting place. Uh, Casablanca, Gone with the Wind, West Side Story, Roman Holiday, Love Story, and Annie Hall. Um, Before I legitimize that list too terribly much, I'd have to say that uh, Vertigo somehow makes that list. And as much as I love Vertigo and think it's a great movie and Hitchcock's masterpiece and all of that, I don't know that I would call it one of the greatest romance films of all time. But nonetheless, some of the comments related to that uh, endorsed Annie Hall, and another one that was left off uh, of that brief list that got a lot of love was from When Harry Met Sally, uh, a more modern take, although modern being relative since it was made in the 90s, uh, on love and romance, uh, while being still very funny. Another comment was made related to the idea of something a little more modern where the women were a little more on the equal side to the men. I think uh, when Harry Met Sally meets that criterion roughly, uh, but it was pointed out Matthew McConaughey is in a bunch of those, Jennifer Aniston is in a bunch of those. Um, Some love additionally for West Side Story, Last of the Mohicans, Truly, Madly, Deeply, uh, a throw into Roman Holiday and an affair to remember from way back when, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon being one suggestion, and one that's an interesting movie, uh, Dr. Zhivago, a David Lean film, Omar Sharif, Julie Christie. It's fairly god-awfully long, but it certainly is romantic. Uh, for some reason, in my experience, I remember Dr. Zhivago most significantly because my parents tried to go see it twice in the theaters and twice the film broke. So I think they took that as a sign of destiny that they were never meant to see all of Dr. Zhivago. Uh, Another good choice was The Princess Bride, which is a bit, again, of a quirky romance uh, filled with the interestingly cartoonish characters, but it's a very sweet, very pleasant movie and has all sorts of wonderful repeatable lines and if you're anything like most of the movie nut type people that I know any movie where you can repeat the lines and have people recognize them now that gets bonus points as well Uh, one movie that was brought up that is a tough one uh, because it's such a great movie and and I have frequently been heard to say that it's a great movie I never ever want to watch again uh, is The Notebook It's a great movie, I think. The performances are good. I'm not a big Nicholas Sparks fan, but I think the story is so good and so poignant. And the end is so, so awful. Uh, It's well done. It's well played. Getting Jenna Rollins and James Garner to to play the couple, uh, you know, in, in the ending sequences is a coup. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. And, again, I I take nothing away from the film. I I have a hard time calling it a great romance with such a tragic ending. But I suppose you can make the argument that that's what makes a romance. After all, the 
sort of popular classic choice Casablanca ends on a sort of tragic note, although Bogey and Claude Rains walking off in the sunset talking about beautiful friendships kind of softens the, the blow. Uh, I mean, compared to the end of the notebook, certainly the fact that he had Ilsa get on the plane with Victor Laszlo doesn't quite quite live up to what happens at the end of the notebook and the, the whole issue with Alzheimer's. Um, nonetheless, what makes a great romantic movie is an interesting discussion point uh, relating back to that idea. Uh, does it have a happy ending? Does it have to have a happy ending? Uh, the consensus from the movie nuts, as an example, is that Gone with Wind, Gone with the Wind, is not really a romance. Uh, I think I can follow along with that. It's an epic. It's a lot of things. Um, it has its romantic moments, but mostly the two romantic characters spend the entire film, in which they're together at least, sparring with each other on some sort of a subtextual level. But a lot of the movies do have the kiss, kiss at the end that seals everything, the music swells, and, and all of that. So does a romance movie, or does a great romance movie, require that everything turns out okay? Because if that's the case, then that does eliminate the notebook. That even eliminates, again, the infamous Casablanca. Um, and it eliminates quite a few, quite a few movies. Uh, Love Story would throw out that list, since Jenny dies. Um, so that's a question. Does a great romantic movie that ends as effectively a tragedy uh, have to lose out to something that ends very happily? I think it's true that you see now uh, many more what you would call romantic movies or rom-coms as they're known if they're primarily funny do end with the happy ending. Um, the Last Kiss, the Drew Barrymore, Reese Witherspoon, Julia Roberts school of everything turns out okay. Uh, a la Pretty Woman, um, Fifty First Dates, uh, etc. Uh, nonetheless, I thought the interesting thing, uh, we got 74 out of 107, I believe, at that time, movie nuts who at least saw the post, uh, but I couldn't get 40 full votes as to, uh, as to what was considered to be the greatest romance among the movie nut voters. Uh, there were multiple votes for a couple of films, Princess Bride again, When Harry Met Sally, and then uh, a smattering of other things as discussed. Uh, from my own take, from my perspective on movies, uh, I would give it to Casablanca, but I'll, I'll admit that my bias has nothing to do with the romance. It's just that that's one of the, the few films I can think of off the top of my head that I think almost every single line in the movie is great. There's not a single clunker. Uh, even the supporting cast has tremendous dialogue. Uh, Captain Renault, played by Claude Rains, who is potentially the least romantic figure in the entire film, has an unbelievable amount of absolutely great lines from the infamous, I'm shocked, shocked to hear that there was gambling going on here, to uh, when uh, Rick Blaine, uh, Bogey, points the gun at him and reminds him that it's pointed at his heart, references that uh, that is his least vulnerable spot. But as far as romantic movies go, it has a certain benevolent uh, idealism uh, about the idea that, that 
Bogey lets her go, and she goes off to uh, South America, and then presumably to the United States with Victor Laszlo to continue the war effort and all that. And uh, Bogey goes off to continue fighting with the Free French and the newly reconverted Captain Renault is actually a happy ending if you put it in, in the big picture. Uh, it's it's not notebook tragic. It's not uh, Romeo and Juliet love story tragic. So I guess I I, I don't mind my uh, my romantic films to end with uh, without everybody who is supposed to be together being together. Uh, but I don't know that I, I like them to be just really, really depressing. Now, given that one of the original ones is Romeo, Romeo and Juliet, when you're talking about romance and tragedy, you're kind of, kind of blending the two together. But nonetheless, I think as far as the movie nuts go, I, I was interested that we could not come up with what I would perceive as, I guess, a, an official consensus. Uh, given the taste of the various members of the group, though, I'm, I'm going to say that the probable winner from this set of people uh, looks to be the, the Princess Bride, because, again, uh, it's a romantic movie that has so much more to offer, including, again, wonderful dialogue, great performances, and all sorts of silly, quotable things surrounding the love story between Wesley and Princess Buttercup. Um, Anytime you can get something cleverly written and attached to William Goldman and then have a great cast with Rob Reiner in control of it going, it's one of those movies you can just watch over and over again. Uh, all of the supporting characters have great roles. And of course, uh, if you've ever had the fortune, which I have, to be asked to officiate a wedding, you always have the benefit of wondering if you should start the same uh, with uh, Malwedge that dream within a dream. Uh, I will tell you that I eschewed that. Uh, but everyone knows that line, which is another thing that I think you, you can't discount from the standpoint of, of some kind of a poll like this. Is this a movie in the romantic genre, for lack of a better word, that everyone knows, that everyone's seen, everyone remembers the lines from? Uh, I think memorably wise, that's important. Uh, as much as the, the story itself is, was the film memorable for all of those reasons. And I guess that brings me all the way back to Casablanca again, because it's generally thought of as one of the great original uh, romantic films. Uh, it's always a little fascinating to, to consider Bogey, the, the uh, romantic lead that he frequently was. Uh, he Who's Catherine Hepburn in The African Queen and Lauren Bacall in multiple films and all of this, but uh, he was sort of a short, not very looking guy with lousy teeth. But nonetheless, it just shows you what charisma, great acting, and appeal can do. And his cynical turn as Rick Blaine with the unexplained past and the great patois uh, in love with the radiant in black and white Ingrid Bergman I don't know. I don't know that you can beat that one in the in the big picture of romantic films. Uh, it's not very modern. It's a little slow-paced, but if you love great dialogue, there it is. So uh, that's my post-mortem on the movie nuts uh, talking about the greatest romance. Uh, maybe this will spur you to look at other movies or to bring up ones that we've missed or haven't talked about. If so, great, please post. If you are not a member of the Movie Nuts, it is a closed group on Facebook. 
And I am the administrator, so please ask for an invitation. And we thank you yet again for listening to the podcast and upcoming. We will have additional movie nuts talking about their favorite movies or their favorite topics about movies and invite people to weigh in as they see fit. Thanks.